a Heritage Foundation Republican. It uh, and we've been married uh, well over twenty years, so I don't think it matters your party label, um, particularly on the local level. It. Um, if you need a pothole filled or you need your garbage picked up and it's not getting picked up or the Las Vegas wash is washing up into your backyard, you don't care if the person you call the mayor is a Republican, a Democrat, an independent. You care that they can get the job done and fix your pothole or make sure that the your garbage is picked up or that the Las Vegas wash doesn't come into your backyard. And so I, I'm very confident that experience is going going to make a big difference in this race. Um, I have uh, worked on all levels of go- in in all levels of government. I I know this community very well having grown up here and having represented it in one way or another over 30 years. So I am looking forward to a robust race, um, but uh, uh, very enthusiastic about it. And you know, the people of Las Vegas, this is a pretty smart community and uh, they know what they want. Uh, uh, and and who they think could best lead them into the uh, into the next decade. So that's uh, that's how I'm feeling. Uh, rather confident about the possibilities. When I have uh, a very very slow day and I'm watching uh, the cable channel that carries the city council uh, meetings, uh, the one thing that always sticks out to me is that it is a very collegial group, as it should uh, be. And, and they they may disagree on issues, right. but nobody raises their voice, nobody pounds the table. Uh, why is that? Um, I, I think it's the makeup of the city council at this time. Hasn't, as we talked about during the break, it hasn't always been that way. But if you have a group of committed public officials that understand that their job is, uh, as public servants, is to serve the public, not the other way around, um, I think that you have a better mix. And there's a good mix on the city council now. Um, they, I believe, most of them understand what their job is and what they're supposed to do. And that does doesn't include being hysterical or being angry or or having an agenda of your own. The people's agenda should be your agenda when you're in public office. You have had a ringside seat uh, to uh, some pretty good uh, mayor uh, conduct from uh, a bunch of people named Goodman. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what you think, Carolyn in particular, as far as the job she's done, you know, for collegiality and, and, and in so many other ways of helping our city? Um, I, that is a wonderful question. I've actually known the Goodmans for decades because Oscar was president of the temple when there was only one temple in Las Vegas, so we all went there. And uh, I was a teenager at the time, so I've known the Goodmans for many, many decades. The fact that collectively they have dedicated 20, uh, will have dedicated 25 years of their lives to public public service and the people of this community, I think is nothing short of um, remarkable and very impressive. And I was speaking to Oscar a, a few weeks ago, and he said to me, he says, you know, we haven't taken a vacation in 25 years, and that's what it should be. You have signed up. No one makes you run for office. Nobody makes you um, uh, decide to do this. If you do this, you know it is a full-time commitment. You're on 20 
24-7. And that's what you're supposed to do. And a good and effective public servant, that's what you will do. And people should expect that. You are a, a seven-term former congresswoman uh, from Nevada. And, and i got to ask you, because what's been going down in Congress, it is dysfunctional at best. Mm-hmm. And, and it gets worse from there. Uh, you must have some thoughts on, on the, the great divide we have in our legislative branch of government, in particular, uh, 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 well, the House of Representatives sure. that you know really, really well. You know, uh, my grandparents uh, came to this country in order to escape the Holocaust. And so for us, America was the last uh, and only chance of survival. Um, I grew up hearing what life was like back where they came from and what their hopes, dreams, and aspirations were when they came to the United States. Couldn't speak English, nothing like that. Um, I I often think of... Uh, that I'm my grandparents' American dream. They worked very hard. They never had any money. They they just um, came here to survive. And not only did the United States of America give us an opportunity to survive, which we have, but it gave us an opportunity to th- thrive. What other country can you say that about? And so for me, when I see what's going on in Congress right now, it breaks my heart because it shouldn't be that way and it doesn't have to be that way. And I think it's time for Congress to roll up its sleeves collectively and do their job. And until that happens, I'm afraid this nation is going to continue to be very divided. Uh, If folks want to reach out to your campaign, if they want to help you out, how do they go about doing it? Oh, let them go on my website. Um, It's a great website. They should see what they're – if they don't know me already, and and let's face it, after 30 years in and out of office, I'm I'm, I'm not an unknown commodity. Um, But if they want to learn even more, go on the website. I think you'll enjoy what you see. Shelly, it's great to meet you. Great to uh, have you in studio. Thank you so much. Best of luck. Be safe out on the campaign trail. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for having me. Uh, Shelly Berkeley joining us. She is running for mayor of the city of Las Vegas. Stick around. More to do as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ. KMZQ on-time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right. And at 2.30, as we uh, check out what's going on on the roadways uh, right now, heavy volumes as you enter the downtown Spaghetti Bowl area, 95 southbound, once you get past Decatur. There's an accident there causing some backups on Interstate 15 northbound at Sahara. Do expect delays on Interstate 15 southbound as well through that Tropicana construction zone. That's mainly between Flamingo and Tropicana. Those lane restrictions will continue until 2024, the summer of 2024. And watch for a stalled vehicle. That's on the right shoulder on the Southern Beltway. 215 eastbound at Decatur Boulevard. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, I'm Tony Dazeri with your KMZQ Sports Flash. 
spring training baseball beginning for the L.A. Dodgers on Saturday in Arizona. They'll open up their Cactus League schedule against the Milwaukee Brewers. The Dodgers winning 111 games last season and the NL West, but lost in the playoffs to San Diego. They'll open up the regular season March 30th against Arizona. The Angels, who have now made the playoffs in the eight straight years, will take on Seattle and Arizona Saturday to kick off their Cactus League schedule. The regular season opener for the Angels March 30th against Oakland. The Golden Knights defeated the Calgary Flames 4-3 in overtime on Thursday night. They'll face Dallas Saturday. Alex Petrangelo with the game winner. And in college basketball, UNLV in action tonight at the Thomas and Mack Center as they take on the Air Force Falcons. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, I'm Tony Deziri with this KMZQ Sports Flash on AM670. KZMQ Talk Radio done right. This week, Staples has deals so good, you're going to want to sit down. Are you sitting? I'll wait. Great. Right now during Staples Sitathon, select chairs are up to 50% off, like the Union and Scale Essentials Task Chair. Now just $89.99 at Staples. You save $90. Plus, a 24-pack of True Clear bottled water is only $2.99 or only $1.99 with the Staples Connect app. So take a seat or two. Right now at Staples, the working, learning, and saving store. Ends 225. In-store only. Water limit one. While supplies last. Like bones, your teeth lose density and become weaker over time, which can lead to tooth decay. And that can make your visit to the dentist feel like this. But if you want your dental visit to feel like this, try Crest Densify. Crest Densify actively rebuilds tooth density to extend the life of teeth by remineralizing enamel. Densify from Crest, the number one toothpaste brand in America. Smile, Crest has you covered. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, you haven't filed your taxes in a while, or you have a lien against you or your business, there is hope. Hey, Kevin Wall here. Whether you've been audited or face any number of other tax issues, turn to my friends at New Hope Tax Defense. Don't lose any more sleep. New Hope Tax Defense has helped doctors, attorneys, and many others reduce their tax debt and get their business back on track. If you have any questions about how to report your cryptocurrency investments or your gambling wins or your employment tax, or any other tax question, call New Hope Tax Defense. New Hope is not a call center. When you call, you'll speak directly with one of their tax professionals right here in Las Vegas. They aim to resolve your issues, not put you on a payment plan that could take a lifetime to pay off. Call New Hope Tax Defense, 702-483-0220. That's 702-483-0220. Or check them out at newhopetaxdefense.com. Call right now, 702-483-0220. It's all about Las Vegas. Live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekday afternoons, noon to 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Always good. And by the way, we checked for bruises. And and no, no, Shelly was fine. She, in fact, she's walking out of the building even as we speak. She, so she's ambulatory. We know that. Uh, anyway, anyway, just joking. But she is a Democrat. And we don't get a lot of Democrats on this show. But, you know, for some reason, they just don't want to be here. Uh, anyway, uh, Michael Schaus is a good guy and a guy that knows a lot about what's going on, uh, public policy, 
Michael Schaus is the former communication director for NPRI. He is the founder of Schaus Creative. Uh, he is a political columnist. And I had a chance to visit with him earlier today and, and asked him, you know, give us your thoughts on the Nevada legislature three weeks into a 120-day session. And this was his response. No, I mean, you know, the beginning of the session is always kind of, it, it feels like such wasted time. You know, anybody that anybody that says we need to have longer legislative sessions or we need to have them every year needs to pay more attention at the beginning of the session because nothing happens. If we actually use the whole, whole 120 days, maybe it wouldn't be a mad dash at the end there. But um, that being said, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. I see a couple of little areas of, of potential compromise. Um, you know, there's talk about GoEd doing some new, uh, some new tax incentives for Tesla, and that's kind of created some discussion among Democrats saying, oh, yeah, we should, we should maybe have more review over what the governor's Office of Economic Development actually does. So that, to me, is a potentially good area for, for some fiscal restraint and some possibility that Democrats would actually jump on. Um, so we're seeing little areas like that, but, of course, nothing big or sweeping at this point. Has anybody, Democrat or Republican, staked out a position on education? Uh, we know what the governor wants to do. He wants to add $2 billion in new revenue, uh, but he hasn't yet spelled out what he wants that money spent on. Is this going to be something where the governor's going to stand back and let the Democrats dictate what is in this $2 billion package? Well, you know, I know behind the scenes you've got um, the Republican caucus is trying to really kind of figure out and and finalize what they want their priorities to be, where they're going to be arguing when it comes to education reform. Um, You know, I think you're going to see that really come into shape as as things get more heated up, um, you know, as you've got actual bills that are being debated, as you've got committees kind of clashing, you're going to see a little bit more horse trading between Republicans and Democrats and the governor saying, all right, you want that bill to move forward. Fine. You better consider this one. Um, so I think most of that's going to take shape in probably the second half of the legislative session. Um, but we'll, we'll start to see little glimpses here in the next few weeks as, as even more bills are put forward. What do you make of of uh, Governor Joe Lombardo? I keep wanting to call him Sheriff Joe Lombardo, uh, but uh, but uh, what is your sense? Will he be up to the horse trading that it's going to take to get something actually done with Democrats? Yeah, I think so. And and you know it's kind of a kind of a double edged sword, I think, for a lot of conservatives in the state because you know they probably look at Lombardo and think, well, in some ways he is not as conservative as we want him to be. Obviously, look at the amount of money that he dedicated to public education, the fact that he's not pushing for something like universal ESAs, um, you know, kind of go down the list. You can see where he's not as conservative as some folks would like, but that might also be a benefit to him in, when it comes to trading with the Democrats because they might actually feel like, hey, we can get something from this guy if we give him something. So I think he set himself up in a pretty good position to make some progress. The question is, will it really be enough? And, and how how tough is he going to be when it comes to things like school choice? Um, and we just really won't know that until we actually see it play out. Again, Michael Schaus joining us, the founder of uh, SchausCreative.com. I, I want to ask you about a bill that's drawn a lot of attention, both positive and negative, and that is uh, SB 131, the abortion bill, the Nicole Canazero bill. And, and I'm curious if you think um, the governor will sign it or not sign it. Will he veto it? You know, I mean, I think he'll probably end up signing it. Um, and, and I'm only saying that because I think that he's 
looking at where Nevada is right now as, as a very purple state, you know, poll after poll after poll shows that most Nevadans describe themselves as pro-choice. Now, there's obviously, you know, a whole spectrum there. But um, my guess is he's probably going to look at that and say, all right, that's something that I'm not going to, not a hill that I want to die on necessarily. Um, now, that being said, you know, it is a frustrating piece of legislation. And it's kind of, it's kind of interesting because the last several decades, we haven't really had abortion debates the way that we should in this country because everything was on the federal level. Hey, you know, abortion is protected. Look at Roe v. Wade. Um, now with that gone, you're kind of having a half a century of debates all at once. And it's really, it's really not a clean debate. It's not a debate that people are all on the same page when they're discussing terms like pro-life or pro-choice. So I, I think that this is going to be a much longer fight when it really comes to abortion in Nevada than just one session. Do you think Democrats will ever let go of the abortion issue? It was in every campaign ad in the, uh, in the midterms. Uh, do you get a sense that they're willing to let go of this uh, if, if indeed they pass SB 131? You know, I, I don't think so, not in the short term. I mean, in the short term, what Democrats have going, from them is, going for them is public perception. When somebody hears, oh, pro-life, they think, gee, you want to ban all abortions always, all the time, for every reason. And people don't like that extremism. What people don't realize, though, is how extreme some of the Democrat pro-choice policies are. Um, it's absolutely wild. And, and as some of those policies come to light over the next few years, um, I think you're going to see a lot of the American public move away from the extremism of, of the Democrats. Uh, party in this issue, because most Americans fall pretty much in the middle. They think abortion's okay at the earlier points of pregnancy, and it's horrendous at the later parts of pregnancy. And Democrats don't fit in with that more moderate view. Um, I'm curious. I mean, uh, we, we talk on this show with Melissa Clement from Nevada Right to Life, and we talk to other uh, pro-life uh, organizations. And one of the things I hear from them is, you know, uh, how you ask the question dictates whether abortion is gaining in possibility in 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 uh, popularity or or not. Uh, is it that the pro life position is is enlarging itself? Uh, what what is your sense of what the public wants? Uh, do they do they like abortion or do they hate abortion? Well, you know, I really think most people dislike abortion, um, but also most people view it as. Um, right. You know, the, the way I like to explain the entire issue to folks, you know, if you pretend that you came here from some other world and you've never even heard about this debate before, most people believe that an unborn child is a human life. And they agree with the idea that a woman has a right to bodily autonomy. And so at some point during those nine months of pregnancy, um, the woman's right to bodily autonomy is more important to people than the right to life for that unborn child. But that reverses at some point. You know, the vast majority of Americans agree that the morning after pill, for example, is an okay thing, should be legal. Uh, the vast majority of Americans also believe that late-term partial birth abortions should be outlawed. Um, and, and unfortunately, most of the abortion debate doesn't happen in the middle there. It happens kind of on the fringes. Democrats portray Republicans as being super radical. Uh, Republicans talk about abortion on demand. You don't really have a nuanced debate, again, because we haven't had to have one in you know almost half a century i want to ask you about another bill that is uh lighting up my uh my email box and that is greg hafen's uh assembly bill 88 it deals with voter id 
Um, are, are, are we technically able to do voter ID? Can we make sure that everybody, even out in the rural, somebody, uh, the, the nearest uh, city hall or, or, or county offices or 60 miles away, uh, are, are we prepared to be able to do this if, if we were to pass a voter ID bill? Yeah, I, I really don't think it would be it would be terribly difficult. I mean, the biggest challenge that we have structurally is when you take a look at mail-in ballots, how do you want to handle voter ID for mail-in ballots? Um, you know, a proposal that I heard years and years ago, um, and it was back in Colorado, and I haven't really heard a whole lot about it since, but they discussed, okay, rather than just an ID or just a signature, how about everybody has a PIN number with the Secretary of State's office? And you include that PIN number when you mail in your ballot or you include it when you show up uh, to vote in person or something. Um, you know, things like that. You, there, there are plenty of ways to make voter ID completely doable, even with a, a system like ours where you still have massive mail-in ballots. Um, the real question is, Will Democrats who run the legislature have any interest in considering any of that? And that's going to be a a most likely no, although there is a good opportunity for Hafen and Republicans to make their case here and keep moving forward in the years to come. Uh, There you have it. A good guy and a smart dude when it comes to government and public policy, Michael Schaus uh, from SchausCreative.com. Uh, stay where you are. Uh, the presidential candidate the other day I said I couldn't pronounce his name. I think I may. I think I may have it down. Uh, we're we're we're, we're going to test that out coming up in our next segment. Stick around. More to do as we continue on AM six seventy KMZQ. The revolution is being broadcast. Wayne Allen Root, this afternoon, 3 to 6, on AM 670, KMZQ, talk radio, done right. I'm attorney Paul Powell. If you've been in an accident, hiring the right lawyer can make a huge difference. And unlike most lawyers, I won't take more money than you at the end of your case. That means more money in your pocket, right where it belongs. Call me right now, 728-5500. Paul Powell, more lawyer, less fee. Locally owned and operated, uniquely qualified to bring you Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Kevin Wall, host of Live and Local weekdays, noon till 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. I live, work, and play right here in Las Vegas, just like you. Just like Andy Vieira and Mark Thomas, who help start your day on The Club. And Wayne Allen Root, who makes your afternoons great again from 3 until 6. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton continue the broadcast excellence, started by Rush Limbaugh, weekdays 9 till noon. AM 670 KMZQ, talk radio done right. All right, ladies, let's be honest. Do you feel like the person you see in the mirror? Are hot flashes, fatigue, insomnia, and weight gain taking over your life? New Femme Rejuvenation Clinic can help. We're a medical clinic for women, staffed by women, offering the newest anti-aging and wellness care. We offer bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, sexual wellness treatments, and medical weight loss programs tailored to each woman's needs. Our therapies treat hormone imbalance due to menopause, childbirth, thyroid disorders, and adrenal fatigue. Only New Femme offers the most innovative sexual health treatments for low libido, vaginal pain, decreased sensation, and even urinary incontinence. Our medically managed weight loss programs are individually customized for sustained weight loss. Let the medical professionals at NewFem give you better energy, better sleep, and better sex. Help us empower you. Call 702-996-5411. That's 702-996-5411 today. Visit us online at www.newfem.com. That's N-U-F-E-M-M-E.com. Embrace the new you. 
In Nevada, anything that goes into the storm drain goes directly to our local waterways, which can pollute Nevada's lakes and rivers. Nevada is the driest state in the nation, and we must work together to preserve our limited water resources for future generations of Nevadans. Here's some waterway wisdom so you can help do your part. Scoop your dog's poop, bag it, and discard it. Clean up yard waste and grass clippings. Wash your car at a car wash or on grass or gravel. Apply pesticides and fertilizers sparingly in your yard. Safely dispose of household chemicals. Clean up leaks and spills. And don't litter. Secure trash in bins. Keep contaminants out of our storm drains. Use waterway wisdom. And remember, only rain should go into the storm drain. Join us in preserving Nevada's waters for future generations by visiting lovenvwaters.com and following us on social media. This message funded by a grant through the Nevada Department of Transportation aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcaster Association and this station. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. When the whole world seems to be in a state of confusion, Andy Vieira and Mark Thomas help you sort it out. Join the club weekday morning, 6 to 9 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Broadcasting live from the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, this is Live and Local with Kevin Wall on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. How many of you have heard of Vivek Ramaswamy? Ramaswamy. 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 I never heard the guy uh, until he announced the other day. Never on Fox News, uh, yeah, Vivek Ramaswamy, well, Ramaswamy, I'll get it, I'll get it. Uh, hey, this 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 point years ago. Remember when nobody could pronounce uh, Barack Obama's name? It's Barack, true, Barack, Barack. You're right. Um, so so this this may be, but uh, no, uh, uh, Ramaswamy, Ramaswamy. Yeah, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Well, there were a lot of people that, uh, that thought that Obama was really close to Osama, too. Oh, there you go. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that was not a good, that was not a good thing. Uh, anyway, uh, he, was, uh, he was on Fox last night uh, with uh, Sean Hannity laying out the run for president. This is uh, cut number three, Vivek Ramaswamy. And here he I am is running on a vision for our country that I have developed over the last three years. This is not somebody else's vision. This is my vision. I believe we're in the middle of a national identity crisis where most Americans can't even answer the question of what it means to be an American today. 
And I'm running for president to revive the ideals that set this nation into motion 250 years ago. Basic ideas like merit, getting ahead based on hard work and your commitment and your dedication rather than your skin color. Ideas like free speech and open debate for settling political differences. The basic idea, the most fundamental idea that the people who we elect to run the government are the ones who actually run the government rather than a managerial aristocracy that actually runs the show today. Let me and I believe this, that sir. as president of the United States, I can deliver on that. Okay, so you're looking for the Republican nomination. Probably the, the leader right now would be Donald Trump if you look at the polls. What are the policy differences you have between yourself and Donald Trump? So first of all, Donald Trump's a friend. I'm not running against him. I am running on a vision for well, our nation. Wait a minute, but you're not running for him. You're running against him. Let's be honest. I'm, okay, well, here's what I'm running for our country. But here's the, but let's, be, let's, let's talk about differences, because I'm with you, Sean. He was the OG of America first. I'm taking that to the next level with America first 2.0. Okay, let's actually get the job done, which means dismantling federal bureaucracy. Instead of, instead of actually these managerial protections and civil service protections, I'm proposing eight-year sunset clauses for anybody in the federal bureaucracy. If I can't derive a paycheck from the federal government as the next U.S. president for more than eight years, I don't think other federal bureaucrats should either. I'm going to shut down federal agencies. Earlier today, I put out my proposal to actually shut down the Department of Education, which should not exist that's just the first of many government agencies that I am pledging to shut down as the next president. Vivek Ramaswamy. That's his name. Ramaswamy. Yeah. Sean Hannity got it right. And now now, now I'll get it right. How about that? Uh, stay with us. More to do as we continue. Uh, we're going to wrap it up for a uh, Friday. Uh, get you ready for Wayne Allen Root, Raw and Unfiltered. Uh, we'll do that and a whole lot more coming up on AM 670 KMZQ. When the whole world seems to be in a state of confusion, Andy Vieira and Mark Thomas help you sort it out. Join the club weekday morning, 6 to 9 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. 670 KMZQ presents After Close, the radio show, powered by GFL Capital Mortgage. Join your hosts, Kevin Sherba and Danny Velazquez, to start your morning off right, educating and guiding you through the mortgage process from application through closing. Learn about how to navigate through the ever-changing mortgage market. Keep up to date with current products, guidelines, and how to avoid common pitfalls. Listen every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 here on 670 KMZQ. Licensed by Division of Mortgage Lending, the federal license number MB4265. NMLS number 64367. See that light on the dash? Don't ignore it.